What's going on, everybody? This is C.L. Thompson. Thank you for checking out the I Just Said Something podcast. If you like this podcast, I encourage you to subscribe. You can find us on iTunes, uh, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts. Make sure you share with a friend. Uh, We've got some great information that will be coming to you your way. Uh, On this episode, I am going to be dealing with how to deal with Internet affairs and how to safeguard your relationship from social media pitfalls. So thank you for tuning in. It's going to be a great episode. I appreciate you listening. So without further ado, let's go ahead and jump right into tonight's topic. Hey, yeah, so I want to do this special episode of I Just Said Something. I had told everybody that um, I was going to be dropping uh, a whole lot of sermons, but it was kind of pressing uh, today for me to do something a little bit different, especially that I've uploaded a lot of content to the podcast. So if you're a subscriber uh, and you've been listening to everything I've dropped, everything has been um, a sermon, but I want to do something different on this episode. I want to drop something uh, that I think is something that needs to be dealt with and nobody really deals with it. And it's really uh, plaguing relationships. It's plaguing marriages. Um, it's causing separation. It's causing a lot of single parent homes. Uh, and I want to eliminate that. And that very thing is social media. Uh, what many people don't know is like one of the fastest upcoming causes of divorce, separation, split ups is actually social media. Uh, and nobody really talks about how to deal with social media, how to have balance, how to have boundaries, how to set those things up. So I wanted to kind of deal with that uh, because I get tons of clients that come into my office uh, talking about, I can't stand this, this person on social media and this person on the Instagram and this person on the Snapchat, Snapchat and they're looking at this and they're looking at that and so on and so forth. And they, they don't have the boundaries or they don't have the proper tools to kind of deal with that. And so I want to deal with that. Uh, Number one, because I think it's important to deal with number two, um, it's to bring awareness. But more importantly, I want to, again, see families uh, not be separated by something as simple as social media. Uh, So, you know, I will will say this. There's many different kind of scenarios out there and different uh, articles you can read on how to safeguard your relationship. A lot of those kind of generalize a lot of things. Uh, and this is not a one thing that can fix your relationship if you're having trouble with social media and things like that, because there's different layers to it. There's exes out there that are on social media. There's friends and everybody's not mature enough to have social media. And I'll, I'll talk about that a little bit, too. Uh, but I really want to deal with the uh, the deeper content of it all. And I'll say this. Uh, every relationship is different. And so uh, what works for one relationship may not work for your relationship. So if you're reading an article and it's telling you uh, the kind of one size fit all thing when it comes to social media, I don't agree with that because everything um, doesn't work for everybody. So you have to do what's best for you and for your relationship. So some of the things that I'll give you uh, is not just um one size fits all, but it's actually general information that you can use and some principles that'll help give you uh, some boundaries. I'll give you an example of that uh, because people change over time. As you change, uh, as you get older, you change. Um, as different things happen in your life, you change. And so as you change, so do your perspective. So does your experience really dictates uh, and generates how you see different things. So, for example, back in the day when I was an athlete and <laughs> young, I had the body that I wanted, things like that. Um, I would play this game like, what about them? Uh, and the nature of the game, what about them, is me and my girlfriend at the time, we would be out and about uh, and we'd look at a person. Um, and if it was a dude, uh, I'd ask her, what about him? And she'd be like, 
yeah. And she was basically saying, yeah, he's attractive. Yeah, I'd, I'd kind of sleep with him. And then she'd say, well, what about her? And I would do that vice versa. At the time, I had confidence. At the time, I had the body. At the time, I didn't have the, the kind of stomach I have now. At the time, my hairline was where it needed to be. My waves were spinning. But now things are different. I can't play that type of game anymore because I'm not uh, in a position mentally to do something like that. And I'm just not able to handle that. And so, again, it worked at some period of time because of where I was. But as I got older, that changed. And I'm not saying that you can't watch TV with your spouse or significant other and see somebody attractive and say, oh, man, they're attractive. Like if you're that insecure that you can't talk about somebody that's on TV, uh, you really need to see somebody. That's just real. But I digress. But but really, I want you to know that one type of approach does not fix your issues with trust doesn't fix your issues with social uh, insecurity it doesn't it doesn't fix your issues with social media so uh, the one thing I will say most problems with couples that have social media issues it doesn't start with the social media uh, infraction itself um, most couples they don't have the conversation on the front end to deal with things such as social media. Uh, what are you talking about, Chris? A lot of times, again, the number one reason for divorce in the world, not just the country, but the world is communication. People fail to have communication. Uh, people fail to dialogue. People fail to discuss certain things. And um, you're wondering, what does social media and communication have? What do you say? How do you deal with that? I'm going to explain that right now. So, for example, insecurities don't just pop out of nowhere insecurities are just manifested within the context of a relationship. I just said something. If you missed that, I said insecurities don't just pop up. They manifest themselves uh, within the context of a relationship based upon something that has happened to trigger or something that has happened that triggers something inside the person that causes their insecurities to come out. Here's why you have the conversation on the front end. Here's the type of conversation you have. If you are dating someone, and you guys are thinking about getting serious. You have to have the conversation about each other's past. When I say each other's past, how many times have you been cheated on? Have you ever been cheated on? Have you cheated on someone? Uh, how many exes do you have? Are your exes on social media? Things like that. You have these conversations on the front end because if you have the conversation on the front end, it gives you a little bit of understanding where the person is coming from. If a person has been cheated on or a person has dealt with some relational trauma, meaning that somebody's done the wrong, somebody's hurt them, they've dealt with a lot, uh, understand that they're going to be a little bit more sensitive to certain things involved with social media, meaning they may be a little bit more uncomfortable with you having uh, people like your pictures. They may be a little bit uncomfortable with people direct messaging you. They may be uncomfortable with you being friends with your ex on social media because uh, they've been hurt before. And so that hurt that they've experienced, while yet it may be healing, it may not be healed completely. And so when they get into the relationship and then something happens and they start snapping off or going off because somebody did something, understand it's not just because of the social media, it's because of something that's happened in the past and something that's been triggered. And so you have to know how to trade. But if you don't understand your spouse, your partner, your significant other, if you don't understand them, um, then you're going to have some problems. I always tell people Proverbs 4 and 6 says, out of all that getting, get understanding. Uh, the most important thing that a couple can get is get understanding of each other. They have to understand who each other are, what each other like, um, and how to deal with one another. Um, also, and this is just my personal, personal opinion. Uh, you can take it for what you want. 
and I'll dive into it a little bit deeper when I give you these kind of principles that I want to give you tonight. Understand that anything that you have to keep a secret um, is wrong. And this is just me. Uh, there should be no secrets within a relationship. Uh, for example, me and my wife, we rock with each other. We have complete trust. Uh, I have her Facebook password. She has mine. I have, we don't lock our phones. We don't keep secrets. We don't, we don't keep division. I know everything about her. She knows everything about me. We don't, we don't do any of that. And we have each other's passwords. We can get into each other's email. We can, we can do any of that. Uh, I know some of you are listening and saying you, you cringing right now, just the thought of your spouse, partner, significant other, looking through your stuff because i know i can hear it in the back of my mind i can hear it i can hear y'all loud and clear saying well what about my privacy uh, i got the right to have some privacy which you do and understand just because i have access to my wife's information just because she has access to mine it doesn't mean that we take advantage of the access we have so she has complete privacy because we have complete trust let me say it again we have complete privacy because we have complete trust uh i don't worry about her going through my stuff. She doesn't worry about me going through hers. Uh, at the same time, there's, there's complete trust there. And so you can have your privacy if you have the trust. Uh, one of the things I do early, especially when I'm working with younger couples, that are having relationship issues, I'll have them come in uh, and I'll say, do you have your cell phones? And then uh, I'll ask them to switch cell phones. I'll have them unlock it like they're going to take a picture and I'll have them switch cell phones. Oh, and you should see the fear, the sweat. And I'll tell them you've got five minutes to look through uh, each other's phones and you will see the the sweat literally coming down their face because they they are doing things that they probably shouldn't do. And so if you're doing something, uh, whether it be social media, text messaging, emailing, Snapchat, Instagram, that you shouldn't be doing that, you know, your spouse wouldn't approve of, then that's automatically a red flag right there. Um, and so if you got to hide something from somebody, then you probably need to leave that person alone because you don't want to have to be with somebody that you're trying to hide something from. And let me add to that a little bit deeper, not just in the context of a of a a secret relationship. But actually, if you've got to hide stuff like you're talking to a friend, if your significant other spouse, partner, whatever it is, has a problem with you talking to a friend, if they're that insecure and you have to delete text messages, uh, that's a problem. And either you guys need to get some serious counseling or you need to separate because who wants to live with the fact they've got to delete things and try to hide and maneuver? That's too much work. Relationships require work, but some stuff you don't have to work as hard for if you have trust and you just know each other and you love each other completely. So I just wanted to put that out there. Um, also, let me say this before I even jump into these principles, because I really want to jump into these principles and help answer some of the questions that I've been getting in regards to uh, social media and relationships. My grandmother taught me this a long time ago. Um, because some of you, you go looking for stuff and you want to find stuff because you want to prove you get a feeling, especially women. Some women get a feeling and I'm not knocking women intuition because a lot of times women intuition is right. Uh, but then sometimes I know a woman's intuition is also predicated and based upon an experience of something that's happened before and something that looks like something that happened before can cause a woman, especially, uh, to think that something else is going on. That may not be the case. My grandmother taught me a long time ago. She said, boy, don't go looking for something that you really really don't want to find. And then on top of that, she also said, and don't don't go looking for something that, you know, is not there because you'll end up creating it. Oh, that's better than y'all just picked up. I said, she said, boy, don't go looking for something that you really don't want to find. And then don't go looking for something that's not there because you'll create it. And the first part is if you really 
have to look and search to find or prove yourself right that your spouse is doing something they don't got no business doing. Don't go looking for it because truly, do you really want to find out if you already know in your heart and you already feel like you've got enough evidence? Don't go looking because you really don't want to find it because then you're going to deal with some emotional trauma. But the second part of that was the more critical part of that. And she said, boy, don't go looking for something that you know is not there because you'll create it. And that's so true because I know people who they go and they're looking, they're trying to find something. They're trying to find what their spouse is doing. They're trying to find something and there's nothing there, but they'll take a, a, a molehill and turn it into a mountain because they have to validate um, the feeling that they had. And so they'll create something that's not even there causing trouble in the relationship. And so uh, I just want to give that wisdom and advice, but but here we go. So let me deal with, let me give you some principles and some things on how to safeguard your relationship because I get questions on how do you deal with exes who are constantly uh, reaching out to or on your, your spouse's social media page or how do you deal with people direct messaging or how do you deal with if your spouse is um, putting, uh, liking other people's pictures and things like that. How do you deal with all of that? How do you handle that type of situation, especially within a relationship that you want to last and you want to have something? Uh, again, going back to what I said at first, number one, you have to have to have to have that conversation on the front end talk about past relationships talk about how many exes are out there talk about them baby daddies those baby mamas ask about what kind of character they are are they petty are they not petty what you know what what kind of things are going on so you have to talk about it on the front end you have to get that information and talk about it um more than that number two don't keep secrets uh, secrets keep us sick. I'll say that again. Secrets keep us sick. Anything that you have to keep a secret um, is probably something that's a problem. So if you have a person that you're talking to or that you're, you're spending time on social media trying to talk to and you're keeping it a secret, whether it's their Instagram or Snapchat, especially with Snapchat. And I don't know if uh, I know a lot of you who listen are, are, are what I call seasoned saints or a little bit older. Uh, but to my younger people, y'all, y'all know Snapchat. Again, with Snapchat, you send something off, it's gone and disappeared appears unless somebody screenshots it and i know a lot of people were involved in snapchat and they're sending these snap stories out and they know that it's going to disappear um so be careful with all that because if you've got to keep something a secret it probably isn't the relationship that you want to be in like oh i got to keep this a secret i want nobody to know i want my wife to know i want my husband to know that i'm talking to you and i'm enjoying this and so anything that you have to keep a secret is a problem and so if you have a secret social media person, that's a problem. So don't keep secrets. Number one, um, talk about it like, hey, this person did this. This person did that. So if an ex reaches out, um, instead of keeping it a secret, saying, oh, your ex said this or said that. And don't don't keep it a secret. Talk to your spouse about it. Say, hey, talk to your partner about it. Hey, my ex reached out. They sent me a direct message. Talk about it as a couple, because if you don't talk about it as a couple and then somebody finds out about it, it's going to be a bigger problem. Even if you didn't have ill intentions, the fact that you were trying to hide it makes it a problem. So don't keep secrets. That's point number one or point number two. I should say point number three. Um, monitor the time you spend on social media. I can go so many different places with this. You have to monitor the time that you're spending on social media. Um, the more time you spend on social media, the bigger effect that it has on you emotionally, cognitively, uh, spiritually, uh, if you want to go there. Um, but if you're spending a lot of time on social media, you're seeing a lot of things. You're, you're, your brain is processing a lot of information. You're seeing a lot of stuff. Um, the things that you post on there, the pictures that you post, you're putting a lot of information out there. The more time you spend on social media, the less time you're giving to your spouse. Let me say that again, because I just said something. The more time you're spending on social media, 
the less time you're giving to your spouse and your significant other. I often tell couples, I said, uh, I, I encourage date night. I'm an advocate for date night. Telling couples to go on a date and I always say, when you go on a date, go dark. Make sure the date that you go on is dark. What do you mean by go dark? Make sure you don't take cell phones. Or if you do take cell phones, I have a rule. Take the one that rings the least, the least. Uh, and then don't pick it up because what's the point of going on a date if both of you are going to be looking down at your cell phones, um, not paying attention to each other when you are in your phone and your spouse is around. Guess what that is saying to your spouse? That's simply saying to your spouse that what's in that phone is more important than them. And it goes both ways. I know some guys who are always on the phone uh, and their girl is right there. Their wife is right there. And they're always saying, dang, just get off the phone because we are sending a message that what's on this phone is more important than what's right in front of me. And so you have to be careful about how much time you're spending on social media and when you're spending that time and going on to that a little bit deeper. You have to be careful about the things that you're posting out there, ladies, especially for you, if you're, you know, posting beautiful pictures of yourself. You have to um, be prepared um, to receive a lot of attention for that. Uh, and you have to make sure that you have a spouse that's secure enough to be able to handle the type of compliments and comments that come your way because you might have a spouse that can't deal with that. And I know you're trying to get the likes and you're liking what you're seeing, but uh, sometimes beauty doesn't have to be posted. Beauty just has to be observed by the people that actually come in contact with you and see you on a daily basis. Uh, and so again, monitor the time that you're spending on social media. That's point number three. All right. Point number four. If you are dealing with people on social media that you're kind of dealing with and got people hitting you up and you're in a relationship, but uh, you're kind of keeping it a secret, you're doing some things, don't rationalize to yourself or to your spouse's significant other. What do I mean by don't rationalize? Here's what I mean. Don't rationalize to yourself by saying, oh, it's just a friend. It's cool. They won't mind. It's not going anywhere. It's not going to be much. I'm just I'm just enjoying the communication. I'm just I'm just enjoying what's happening. That's a problem. When you start to rationalize, especially if your spouse says something to you about it and says, hey, this person right here, um, you know, I see them liking all your photos. I see them making all these comments. I've seen them say a couple things. I'm not cool with that. Uh, if you start to rationalize to your spouse and say, oh, they're just a friend. I don't know why you're worried about it. You're tripping the whole nine yards. That's a problem. Uh, and I'll get into that in my next point. But don't start to rationalize. If you if you start to rationalize and start to say that this person is just a friend or this, that, and the other, um, that's the, that's the, the kind of downfall of the relationship that you're in because now you're rationalizing while you're keeping connected to someone who really has no value in your life and really what that really speaks to is that you're not having a need met by your spouse let me say that again if you're getting your needs met and actually what happens is our bodies especially on social media most people aren't addicted to social media they're addicted to the dopamine um that's released when they have these conversations or uh they get these likes and these comments their body gets a, a, a releases dopamine which is the happy enzyme hormone of the body and so what happens is you start to rationalize, but as the more dopamine is released, guess what? You start catching feelings and you start to like this person. And all of a sudden, your spouse doesn't even know it because you spend so much time talking to this other person. This is why you have to have the conversation. If someone is starting to meet your needs emotionally, if someone is starting to kind of pull on your heartstrings from a social media perspective, um, then you, you want to make sure that that 
that you you talk to your spouse about it. What I mean by talk to your spouse about it is that when you talk to them, let them know, hey, there's some needs that need to be met. There's some things that are not happening. There's something that um, I want done. And let them correct the mistake that they're making, but don't just fall into the arms of another man or another woman or uh, let your emotions be pleased there and then something like that, because that's the downfall of your relationship. And so, you know, don't rationalize, just just deal with it and have the conversation with your spouse. Uh, Point number five, if your spouse don't like it, then you got to let it go. Let me say that again. If your spouse doesn't approve of it, then you got to let it go. I get a lot of people that come to me and they always say, oh, this person, my spouse doesn't like this and this, that and the other. If your spouse doesn't like it, then you have to let it go. You have to if you don't love your spouse enough to make a sacrifice for your spouse, especially when it comes to people on social media, that's a problem. Like you mean to tell me that a simple request that you don't talk to or block somebody or, uh, you know, have a conversation with somebody on social media. If your spouse is not that important enough that you want to cut that relationship, then that's a problem. Um, it's very simple. If I if my wife has a problem with something, I immediately say, OK, let me address this problem, because if it's a problem to her, it's a problem to me. And so you have to take that approach. If your spouse doesn't like something, then you have to handle it. So I always get this question too, like, what if somebody is uh, inboxing or uh, messaging or saying something? When when do when who handles that? Does the spouse handle it or do you handle it? I have a simple rule. You handle it first, as long as it hasn't gone over the line. If it's just innocent flirting, something like that, and you've recognized it, you say something to the individual first. Say, hey, look, I'm married. I'm with somebody. Chill out. We 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 cool on that. Don't do that. Then boom. But if they continue to press, then you bring it to your spouse's attention and say, hey, I tried. I did my part. I told him to stop. Now you bring your spouse in and let your spouse step in. Um, not the other way around. Your spouse shouldn't come in first because if your spouse comes in, watch this and says something. The person on the other end is going to say, well, why he why didn't he or she say something to me about it? They must like it. And then that's going to upset your spouse. So you handle your business first. You you step up and say, hey, look, I'm married. I'm cool. Don't do this. Don't do that. Blase, blase. And then if they continue then do it. The only time your spouse should step in first, if the person crosses the line, if they get real inappropriate, if they uh, starting to send some sexual things or, or saying some things out of context, calling you out your name, then that's when your spouse steps in first. Like, hey, don't disrespect my husband or disrespect my wife like that, so on and so forth. But again, point number five is if your spouse doesn't like it, then get rid of your spouse saying, hey, babe, who is that person? I'm kind of I don't like that they liking all your photos. I'm not liking what they're saying. If your spouse says they don't like it, then you got to let them go. Point blank, period. Last point, and then I'm out of here. Um, if you have bad intentions or start to catch feelings, you've got to let the relationship go on social media. So what do you mean if you have bad intentions? Like if you know for a fact that you're talking to this person on social media, if you know for a fact that um, you talk to this person on the side, then it's messed up. You might as well leave your relationship now. Don't play games with a person's heart. You know what I'm saying? You have to let you don't play games. Simple. If you have bad intentions and you know that you're going to do something with this person, then you've got to let your relationship go. 
point blank period. Or if you start catching feelings again, it can happen if things aren't right at home. If the spouse is working all the time, if the spouse is not meeting your emotional needs, your physical needs, your your financial needs. We all hit ruts in our relationship. Let me say that again. We all can hit a rut in our relationship. It's very simple. It's very easy to hit a rut. But especially if we're not communicating and not talking and and not understanding where each other's coming from, it's easy to hit a rut. And then if you hit a rut and then what happens is somebody's saying the right things. And as they're saying the right things, on social media, you start to get involved in this emotional affair. And guess what? All of a sudden your intentions were just to to have a friend, but those friendly intentions can turn into a bad situation. And so you want to make sure that you don't catch feelings or if you get bad intentions. So if you start to catch feelings or have bad intentions, one of your relationships has to go point blank period. But uh, I just wanted to give you those principles. I want to let you guys know that kind of stuff because social media is destroying so many homes, so many relationships, and I don't want to see that. And so I hope this helps somebody. I hope this really blesses somebody. Thank you for listening to I Just Said Something. Hey, make sure you subscribe. Make sure you follow. Make sure you tell somebody about this show. Uh, I love to get uh, the listeners up. So thank you again. Have a great night.